Ciao. You're listening to EdUp Insights, where you'll get my take on higher education. I'm Bill Pepicello, former president of University of Phoenix and higher ed vagabond. So let's get started. Well, podcastees, it looks like I was right again. In episode 59, I looked at the level of confidence that higher ed leaders had in the viability of their institutions as compared to what we're seeing happening all around us as colleges and universities continue to close, merge, or be acquired. Now, my take on all this was no comprendo. So now I want to look at a couple of more recent reports that may shed some light on my confusion and my keen insights. Now, there were reports recently from uh, the Gallup uh, Institution and Insight Higher Ed with commentary from the Chronicle of Higher Education that give us some very interesting perspectives on what's going on with confidence in higher education. Now, there was research from the polling firm Gallup um, that uh, indicates that Americans' confidence in higher education is at an all-time low. And Gallup notes that public confidence in higher education has been trending down for several years, and that the results of the most recent poll represent a 12% drop in confidence from 2018 and a 21% decline since 2015. Now, notably, this de decline in confidence is across all major demographic sub uh, subgroups, including political party affiliation, education attained, gender, age, and so forth. Just plain old Americans are less confident in higher education than previously. And if we look at reports by the numbers, um, the results of this most recent poll found that only 36% of Americans have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence in higher education uh, as an institution. Now, why should any of this matter? Well, as the Chronicle of Higher Education points out, the, the report comes at a time when colleges and universities nationwide are grappling with flat or declining enrollment and embracing for what the Chronicle calls uh, the impact of a demographic cliff expected to hit in 2025 as a result of declining birth rates in the early 2000s. Now, what do you mean expected? All you have to do is the math if you look at the birth rate in the early 2000s. Has anybody been paying attention as all this stuff is happening? Now, the Chronicle also points out, so I, I will give this caveat, that the poll was taken uh, prior to the recent Supreme Court decisions on affirmative action and debt loan forgiveness. So that doesn't factor in here. In any event, it looks like Americans' confidence is down. But let's now look at a recent Inside Higher Ed survey uh, of college and university business officers that was just recently released. Now remember, when Inside Higher Ed surveyed college presidents and campus leaders last uh, spring, they expressed overwhelming and to my way of thinking, puzzling confidence in their institution's financially, uh, financial uh, state. Nearly 80% said that they were confident that their institution would be financially stable over the next 10 years. And almost 60% said they expected their institution to be in better shape next year than it was at the time uh, that, that the poll was taken. So a, a large number of those presidents said they expected enrollments to rise 
over the next year or so. Okay, that was pretty optimistic. But now let's fast forward to the business officer survey um, inside Higher Ed's 2023 Survey of College and University Business Officers. Um, and this was also done in conjunction with the recent annual meeting of the National Association of College and University Business Officers, NACUBO. And all of this finds that, you know, the business leaders in higher ed are less optimistic than their bosses and apparently more in sync to what we're seeing happening around us. So what do we get out of this report? Well, one in five college financial leaders lacks confidence in their institution's 10-year outlook, and almost half of public college uh, business officers expect that their condition will worsen over the next year, according to the Inside Higher Ed survey. Uh, now, Inside Higher Ed then says that the business officers don't necessarily think that the sky is falling. For example, they point out two-thirds of business officers say they're confident in the 10-year outlook of their colleges. Uh, well, you know, that may not be the sky falling, folks, but the clouds look kind of low to me. And more than a third of business officers uh, and almost half of financial leaders at public colleges and universities expect that their financial condition will worsen over the next year. Now, compared to just 22, percent of presidents who said that. So again, those perceptions don't really line up. And again, those clouds are looking a little ominous to me. <clears throat> now, Inside Higher Ed quotes Larry Ladd, who's a senior consultant uh, at uh, AGB Consulting, um, who I think rightly observes that in any college cabinet, and I've been in a few in my day, the chief financial officer is usually the least optimistic or they should be. And I agree, presidents are more likely to engage in what Ladd calls magical thinking, because while presidents know they have problems, they also have to have plans to deal with them and they have to believe that their plans will work. Business officers, on the other hand, have to go beyond belief and figure out how to make numbers work. And in that regard, it's interesting to note that up to a quarter of business officers say that discussions concerning mergers of one kind or another are taking place on their campuses. Now think about the Penn State University system that continues to struggle with downsizing, merging campuses and administrative structures. And I've talked about that in previous podcasts. Now in other instances, and this is really interesting, so listen up podcastee, many business officers, around two thirds, think that their institutions have too many programs and majors. Wow! Now, all this said, Inside Higher Ed cautions that the set of questions that asks business officers to rate their institution's financial stability over five and 10-year periods might say more about the official state of mind than it does about their institution's actions and outcomes. Well, maybe. But it's clear that the optimism level of the business officers undercuts that of the presidents, and that even the best case scenario isn't overly enthusiastic, nor should it be. Why? Well, looking ahead, 
Business offices are divided on whether their institutions will be better or worse off a year from now. 42% expect them to be better off, while 36% anticipate being in worse shape. And here, this is important. Those who hope for an upturn are banking on higher enrollment, and we already saw that that's not necessarily likely to happen, and increasing net tuition revenue, oh good, and planning on cutting their budgets in response to economic conditions. Now, given current trends, I think all three of these things are kind of bad bets for the future uh, because they're, they're hoping for things that might happen. And it's always been my perspective that uh, hope is not a very good business plan. So now what? Looking at trends, institutions need to get out of denial and look at what makes sense for long-term viability. Campus closures and mergers have been much in the air these days with small private institutions such as Cabrini and Holy Names and Presentation College and Iowa Wesleyan um, at St. Augustine College um, being absorbed in mergers with larger partners. Reorganizations of various types all need greater scrutiny and consideration, I would think. Now, I mentioned the, the writhing state of Pennsylvania state schools, and there are deliberations there and elsewhere around sharing programs and administrative structures across institutions. These are good ideas, but they're grounded in the traditional higher ed business model, which is putting band-aids on with these mergers and acquisitions. And we all know, if you've been listening to my podcasts, that the higher ed business model is not really geared to lean efficiency. Now, West Virginia University and its iconic president, Gordon Gee, have made waves in higher education with their plan to become a leaner, stronger institution amid continuing enrollment and financial challenges. Now, Gordon Gee is one of the smartest guys around, so there may be some lessons there to be learned as we watch what he does, but that still remains to be seen. Now, one of the most telling things for me from the Insight Higher Ed survey was the response to the question that asked business officers to choose among several views of their college or university stance going forward. And the, the, um, the choice for what they, how they saw their universities going forward was not overwhelming, but in large part that their institutions were, and I quote, resetting for growth, focusing on what it does best and investing in those areas. Now that's an interesting take. Not sure what resetting for growth means, and if they're looking at investing in what uh, their institutions do best, I assume they're gonna get that investment from what their institutions don't do so well. And that is where we could really run into some problems. So, you know, I would, I'd rephrase that choice from resetting for growth and, uh, you know, sort of reinvesting elsewhere. Uh, I'd rephrase that to, Let's throw things up against the wall and, well, you know the rest. And, you know, sorry if that sounds overly pessimistic, but you know, it, it kind of sounds like they're trying to dig their way out of a hole. 
and especially when the array of alternatives that are being bandied about um, don't really seem to, to be new and innovative. And I'm not sure that continuing to tinker with what is an already moribund business model is the way forward. So there's some food for thought for this episode, podcastees. And with that, I'll invite you to stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Ciao.